Welcome back to the College Football Breakdown. I'm your host, Zachary Haynes. Welcome back, you guys. It's been about, I think, a week since we had a last one. A couple things happened over the past week. Again, a game that I didn't see coming. Arkansas lost to A&M. We're going to have our thoughts on that, but we're also going to have our thoughts on A&M and what we think about them. We're going to have a couple of games we're going to break down, such as the Alabama and Arkansas, the big game that's coming up, Clemson and NC State, and much more. And before we even start, I want our prayers to go out to those people that are stuck in Hurricane Ian right now. Um, I know there's been a lot of college football games that have been canceled, and it's it's not about the college football games. Um, It's about the people that are being uh, set in harm's way from this this really massive hurricane that's happening. Um, And just prayers go out to them. Um, And I I do encourage you guys, if there's any way you guys can help and get out there, um, I I think that would be really important. Um, But we're going to jump right into the the college football breakdown and the podcast. Um, And we're going to start first with Kentucky and Ole Miss. I think this is a great game to start out. This is going to be the game game of the week. I believe that where's game day headed? Is game day headed to Kentucky or is it headed to Ole, is it headed to Ole Miss or is it head, headed somewhere else? I think it's headed to NC State and Clemson. Hmm. That's where it's headed. Um, I think SEC Nation is headed to the Kentucky and Ole Miss game. Uh but this this game is a, a stunner. I mean, number seven Kentucky going into the Oxford. Uh, number fourteen Old Miss. Old Miss is undefeated. Kentucky's undefeated. Kentucky has a great quarterback. Will Levis has been playing out of his mind lately. Uh, and then Old Miss, of course, has Zach Evans, mm-hmm. um, who is an absolute unit. And the, the thing is, is that in the rushing leaders for Old Miss, he's not even their leading rusher. Is because he he doesn't usually play because they're blowing out teams. Because um, he's he's very very good. If you have not seen Zach Evans play, he tore it up for TC, TCU last year, um, in like seven games where he's over a thousand yards, and he's tearing it up for Ole Miss this year as well. Uh, a couple of keys to the game, I, I kind of want to jump into. Ole Miss has looked impressive on defense against subpar competition. There's that but. This is their first test, I think, against a Power 5-level offense that can score. Now, Kentucky has some issues offensively. They cannot run the ball. But at the same time, we haven't seen this Ole Miss defense go up against this level of talent on offense yet, and I'm excited to see, but also a little nervous to see how Ole Miss is going to react to the the, the talent level that's going to be there uh, for Kentucky. One of my thoughts is, if you're going to win this game, Ole Miss, and I look back, let's say the game happens. I come in Monday, ready for the podcast, and what is my thoughts? What do I look back in this game and find is the reason Ole Miss won the game? I think the number one thing would be Zach Evans running it over 20 times. If you win this game, feed it, feed it, feed it to Zach Evans. Because that's, that's where your offense is going to come from. I do not have a lot of trust in Jackson Dart right now. He has not looked impressive against subpar competition. So I don't think he's going to look impressive against um, Kentucky's defense. And Kentucky's defense is really good. They held Florida's Anthony Richardson to a very bad game. Uh, Kentucky, Kentucky has talent, especially the linebacker core. So I, I think Zach Evans is going to be key to Ole Miss's production offensively. 
Zach, any thoughts? You know, this is your first time addressing me on the podcast so far. I'm so sorry. You didn't, you didn't say I was here. You didn't say, welcome our friend Zach. I am so sorry. I, to- I totally you forgot about that. completely forgot. But you know, I actually think Grant should go first on this one. Oh, oh he's not here. Grant's not here again. But you know, Grant he's actually... Sick. He's I sick. was going to continue to be quiet until you said my name. So, <laughs> so I'm glad we got to it originally. That's pretty funny. I'm so sorry. I, I totally forgot. I thought that's like a routine no, it's usually. suspense. People didn't even know I was here. Yeah, they didn't. They thought now. I was just talking, <laughs> which is crazy. So Grant does have a few things to say right off the bat before I give you my thoughts. I don't have a ton of thoughts about Kentucky versus Ole Miss. I, I will address some things, though, that I see. Uh, Grant Bagwell wanted to say, first of all, Zach Edwards is a real one for getting his words out to the public, so I appreciate that, Grant. Secondly, he's glad Georgia had the game they did against who they did. It's mm. a nice refocusing, only beating Kent State. Was it 17 points? It was like 39-22. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, and then he says at the end, I'd hate to be Missouri. So, yeah, I would, I would. D- d- just a quick, uh, <laughs> I told everybody oh that I would uh, communicate to that. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Kentucky definitely has the advantage with their physical um, way of play. I think they're a little more physical than Ole Miss is. Um, like you said about looking impressive on defense only against subpar competition. UK is not subpar competition. UK's got a good program and they're tough. And I mean, they are averaging, they're only averaging 81.5 yards per uh, yards rushing per game. Um, so if, if Ole Miss wants to win, you know, they got to dominate like they have so far in the rushing attack, 280 yards. Um, so like you said, um, Zach Evans would have to have a big game. I think with this Kentucky team, if they don't find balance on offense, I don't know if they win this game. I think with the Florida game, you found somewhat of a balance in the second half, which did improve your offense. I think with this Ole Miss team and this Ole Miss defense, if you become one-dimensional in the passing game with Will Levis, I think you struggle offensively to score. I think Ole Miss is capable enough to stop you defensively um, through the passing game and Possibly through the running game. Are both these teams undefeated? Both of them are undefeated, 4-0. Hmm. Coming into this game. Yeah. Big game. Yeah, big game. Huge game, especially in Oxford, too. Mm-hmm. A home game for Ole Miss. My blaring stat that I keep looking at, Kentucky has averaged 81 on the ground. Yeah. They haven't played anybody. Besides <laughs> Florida, I mean, they they played Northern Illinois last week. And mm-hmm. you're telling me you couldn't rack up some yards on them? Mm-hmm. That, that's very wor- – I, I worry. Um, I really worry about that for Kentucky. And I have a prediction here, and I'm thinking about changing it. It's like changing my mind right now. Um, also, defensively, we talked about Zach Evans offensively for Ole Miss. But defensively for Kentucky, you have to stop him. You have to stop him. You cannot let him run rampant 
all over your team. If you do that, let's say I look after the end of the first quarter and, and Zach Evans already has 50 to 60 yards rushing, I can pretty confidently tell you that Kentucky's going to lose the game unless they're absolutely killing it off on offense. But I don't think that's going to happen. Right now, the spread is seven for Ole Miss. I think a little bit has to do with home field advantage. Um, but I actually have Kentucky going 27-21 over Ole Miss. And I'm really wavering right now on this pick. Uh, I, I worry about that Kentucky, the, the Kentucky running attack and it becoming one-dimensional. But I'm going to stick with my pick. I'm going to stick with my pick. Uh, I'm going to make a slightly bold prediction. Um, I think Ole Miss just plays their up-tempo game. Um, they crank out that offense that we know that they have. You know, they're averaging 488 yards a game. Kentucky's only averaging 377. I say Ole Miss wins 41-31. I almost said wow. I almost said 41-28. But I'll say 41-31 for the time being. Damn. Ole Miss wins by 10. You do realize that you predict remember last week for the preview show? Mm-hmm. I, yes. I just have to rub this rub okay. this in. Remember when I picked James Madison over Appalachian State and you were appalled? Was I appalled? Yes, you were. I don't remember my You were like, over App State? You are like, that's bold. Oh, okay. What happened? Uh, JMU was down 3-28, and they came back and beat App State. Exactly. Yes. And who did I pick to win that game? You picked James Madison. Of course. And I picked App State. And why did I pick James Madison? Because they were a good team? Yeah. Yeah. They are a good team. They are a good team. I I just wanted to let you know. Okay, I, I had to rub that in. A out of the bit. Sun Belt in ten years. Out of the Sun Belt in ten years, yeah. I'll give them five, man. They I wanted like to this. say five, but I, I'm, I had a lot of bold predictions last week, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Also, I, I will admit that I picked Arkansas to win by three scores, and they didn't. So. Who did I? Did I pick? I picked A and M, didn't I? No, or did you I? You picked Arkansas. Oh, okay. I think both of us picked. That's Arkansas. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get into. That. Yeah, we will. We'll. Uh. Let's move on. We're not going to move on to Arkansas, Alabama yet. We're going to move on to Clemson and NC State. I think this is the most intriguing game of the um, of the Saturday and the Saturday games. And it's not because one's ranked 10, one, ranks, one is ranked 5. This game will be played in a monsoon. Yeah. Which changes every note that you have on this game. Throw it out the window. Yep. Anybody that's ever played football knows that when it's raining, it does not matter if you're talented. It matters about the physicality on the line of scrimmage and how dirty you want to get. That's basically it. All I'm saying is, NC State, you better be ready to send eight people every play oh, yeah. <laughs> this Saturday. Um, Clemson has the ability... To run it down NC State's throat, especially w- with this climate that we're going to have um, during this game, and Will Shipley is 100% up for the challenge. So, and th- and they've got uh, Kobe Pace is still there. Um, Kobe Pace, I think, is hurt. 
Is he? He's still there, but I think he's hurt. But I, I you can't quote me on that. Okay. Check. I will have to. I'll have to look into that. But I mean, they've got a they've got a solid running back room. Will Shipley leading the charge. Um, I I personally would not want to be in a if I'm a team in the ACC and you're saying all right we gotta have an old fashioned uh, high school football uh, <laughs> mud fight fest. yeah mud fest that's I wouldn't want to do that against Clemson yeah, this is not this is not the team especially the defensive line that mm-hmm. Clemson has yeah it's, it's very it's not a good matchup I think mm-hmm. uh, for NC State but again it is the rain. Anything you throw everything out the window. Yeah. NC State's won a game like this. I think it was five, six years ago. They played Notre Dame in a hurricane and they won. That's true. But another thing you got to realize is NC State's watching that Wake Forest tape and they're saying, "Wow, Wake Forest slung it all over Clemson because those rookie uh, demons of backs that are in because some of the older guys have banged up. They the, uh, against um." that receiving core and Sam Harton, Sam Hartman, they were getting dotted up. I mean, they just couldn't. They were getting beat over the top. They were getting caught looking in the backfield. Well, do you think that NC State's going to throw the ball? Because I don't think... No. If it's a monsoon... That's the, that's the point. I don't think... NC State was looking at that, and they're thinking, okay, we need to attack them where they're weak because obviously we're not going to be able to run the ball against them effectively. And now I don't think that's there in a monsoon. And so I think... NC State's likelihood of winning this game has definitely gone down because of that. I wouldn't be surprised if we see less than 15 passes from Clemson. Hmm. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if we see less than 20 passes in the game from both teams. I'm I'm if both quarterbacks throw for over 50, over 15 times, I would be very surprised. I mean, this is the hurricane that's coming through. And this is going to be, I believe it's a 3.30 game. And it's going to be it's going to be sloppy. It's going to be fun to watch on TV. It's going to be fun to play in. But as a fan of the team, there's it, going to be some stressful moments where you're going to want to pull out your hair. But that's football. It's football in the rain, football in a hurricane. Yeah. Uh, you're throwing everything out the window. This spread, 6.5 for Clemson, I'm throwing it out the window. Uh, I'm not going by the spread in my prediction. I'm obviously taking NC State to cover the spread, but I have Clemson outright, mm-hmm. and I have Clemson 14, NC State 13. And I think it could be even lower than that. <clears throat> I I could see a possibly... I could see upwards to 21-16 or 7-6. Yeah. Um. And wind could be a factor as well. Yes. I'm saying because of the battle that they're going to get into. And um, I just don't. And the fact that NC State's already only averaging 250 yards passing a game, that's not awful. Um, I think Clemson wins 14-9. Say NC State doesn't get a touchdown. 14-9 Clemson and some three of those field goals? yeah they get three field goals um that would be a feat in and of itself yeah 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 th- th- three field goals just because they can't get it in the end zone in that monsoon so 
14-9 Clemson. I'm I'm so excited to watch this game. <laughs> I really am. I think it's going to be an uh Clemson. I think this is really good for Clemson. Um DJ Uwe Ungalale has actually played well. Um so far he's he's not he's not Deshaun Watson he's not Trevor Lawrence so obviously Clemson fans still aren't super impressed because they're expecting the next savior for their program and he's not it can he win football games yeah especially if they play that run first offense but it's not going to be beating teams by 40 in the ACC with him at quarterback because they're not a high 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 powered offense like they have been um and you know what? Maybe he'll continue to get better as the year goes on, and maybe they'll be even better at the end of the year. We're just going to have to see. But their defense, definitely stout. This game, I don't know if he's going to have a good game. Yeah. I... <laughs> be interesting if he throws for over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to move on to a game that's not going to be in a monsoon. Uh, number nine, Oklahoma State versus number 16, Baylor. At number 16, Baylor. Oklahoma State's flown under the radar. They're at nine. They're three and zero. Baylor has their only loss to BYU. Uh, Baylor came off a big win against Iowa State last week. I'm interested to see the emotion that's going to tie over to, from this game from the Big Twelve Championship last year. Yeah. Oklahoma State, if they would have won, they would have been a shoe in for the College Football Playoff. Uh, I, I think Cincinnati would have been left out if Oklahoma State won in the Big 12. But they didn't. Baylor ended up winning the Big 12. Impressed from Baylor. But I think Oklahoma State might come out with some fire. Um, a little revenge, maybe. Hoping for that. Uh, interesting storyline, to say the least. Uh, I think a more interesting storyline is this Oklahoma State offense and Spencer Sanders against this Baylor defensive line. Because I am very high on this Baylor defensive line. Uh, they, they have NFL players all over that line of scrimmage. Um, they have sack machines. So Baylor is, is very impressive along that defensive line and defensively. So it's going to be interesting to see that dynamic against uh, Oklahoma State's offense and the Spencer Sanders-led offense that's really cooking on all cylinders. Uh, I'm impressed with Spencer Sanders, how he's looked. He's looked more controlled. Mm-hmm. He's more confident. Ten he, touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. He he looks as though he's 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 more focused. He sees the field better mm-hmm. for Oklahoma State. So I like I like what I'm seeing from him. But again, this Baylor defense is a different animal than what Oklahoma State has faced this year. So again, interesting to see that dynamic. <sighs> Oklahoma State is averaging. 52 points per game and 511 yards per game. I think this is going to be an offensive shootout, and this is why Oklahoma State scores quick, but they also get scored on probably rather quickly. (laughs) 376 yards allowed, Um, and that's nowhere near as bad as the North Carolina defense, which we won't talk about right now. Yeah, I'm not sure if you would want to talk but about But anyway, um, I think obviously it won't be as – it won't be to that caliber of high scoring because it's going to be such a competitive game. I think there's going to be a lot of tough – you know, there's always 
rivalry games like this, Big 12 game, tough hits. There's going to be some bad blood from last year. It's gonna. This is going to be a good game, I think. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and give my prediction just based on the yards and the points per game. I think just the way they play football. I know Baylor's extremely physical on the line of scrimmage, but there's a lot more room on the field than just the line of scrimmage. And Oklahoma State has a good quarterback, a good head on his shoulders. I think Oklahoma State wins 38-35. Ooh. So you're going to take Oklahoma State outright. Yeah. spread. Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. 38, Baylor, 35. I'm going to say one thing before I go on to my prediction. All right. It's about Baylor. I've said this about Notre Dame. I'm going to say this about Baylor because the games I've watched, it doesn't seem like they have an identity on offense. Mm-hmm. Usually their identity is running the ball and being physical. This year it's kind of, ugh, it's muggy. I, I I reckon, I said reckon, wow. I reckon. I, I kind of feel as though you you ever have, like you're driving, you're at your house, right? Analogy time. Analogy time. You know I love my analogy. Story time. Right? You're driving, <laughs> you, you leave your house, you go into your car, and you drive off. And you're about to go to work, and you're like, man, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Yeah. Like, you ever had that feeling? It's like that feeling in your stomach. You're like, there's something missing, but I don't know what it is. That's what I feel about this Baylor offense right now. There's something missing. I don't know what it is. Is it Blake Shapin? Because he's looked okay. I don't know what more he can give. Is it the running attack for Baylor? Uh... I mean, it, they're 206 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, 224 in the in the passing game. Like, I don't know what's missing, but it just feels as though something's missing. Like, something's not clicking yet for this Baylor offense. And again, I know Dave Aranda will figure it out. I trust him. He's brought this Baylor program up from the ruts. But at the same time, it's very hard to overlook that when I'm trying to predict this game. But besides that, I'm going to go with Baylor. Hmm. I'm going to take the spread. All right. Again, I had Baylor as one of my playoff teams, so <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. Baylor 23, Oklahoma State 21. I'm going to take it right on the spread. Two points is the spread right now to Baylor. I'm going to take that 23-21. Interesting. Right mean the, the Baylor team that lost to BYU and then the BYU that got blown out by Oregon? Look, hey, man, every game is different. We all, all know right. that. Okay. Yeah, it's every, all about matchups. It's all about matchups, Yeah. All right? Even though that was very blaring right Yeah, there. they did get crushed by BYU. Uh, we're going to move on to even more uh, blaring game. Mm. Uh, Alabama mm. at, at Arkansas. I was so excited for this game because I was so confident Arkansas was going to roll Texas A&M. And they did not. And then they did not. And then they lost. And now it's a three and one. It's a four and a four and zero team and a three and one team. So it kind of brings a little energy out of that. You know, one thing I'd I'd like to bring up, Zach, before you even get into your little spiel. I'm sure you have lots of knowledge of wisdom. You are the grand poobah of all things college football. But let's think about this for a second. You, this is a defense, Arkansas, that you gave up twenty three points to Texas A and M. Correct. It was twenty three. Nah, b- b- before I get before I get there, and uh, before you remember uh, the ball bounced. Yes, this is true. 
23 points. You gave up 23 points. One of, one of them was a defensive touchdown. You gave up 30 points to South Carolina. How many points we've been talking about, and I know it was a defensive touchdown, but we've been talking about, you know, how Texas A&M's offense was in no man's land. It was outdated. You scored 16, and then a defensive touchdown. And then you, and earlier, you gave up 30 to South Carolina, one of the worst teams in the SEC. How many points do you think Alabama's going to score on this team? Uh, un- unless they figure something out. Is Arkansas a good team offensively? Yes, they made two really bad mistakes. Right? Was it two turnovers or just the one with the fumble? It was the fumble, and then it was the missed missed field goal. And the missed field goal. Yeah, that's right. They did fumble again, but they recovered it. And I... I, I I don't know, man. I, I, I'll let you start to wax eloquent about these hot topics, but I, I'm just wax eloquent. I'm that just, is the first time I've ever heard someone say that yeah. about me talking about college football. That is <laughs> wax. Go eloquent. ahead. Uh, Alabama's been phenomenal in the run this year. Yeah, sixty-two yards allowed. What's Arkansas' strength? Running the ball, absolutely. All right, so something's got to give. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I, that, that's. The tail end of it. I mean, the only thing I can look at right now and say is Alabama has been. They've had issues on the road. Florida last year, Auburn last year, Texas this year. Uh, it, there is difficulty when they go into tough environments. And this Arkansas environment is very difficult. And it will p- cause a problem in communication. And it will cause a problem for this Alabama team. How they respond is going to be key. Because I think Arkansas is going to throw punches. Yeah. Our Arkansas comes off a very bad loss to AM. If we think the same Arkansas team against a- that played against AM is going to show up this week, we're wrong. A different Arkansas team will show up and they will they will throw some haymakers out there to Alabama. But I have to that one thing that you're pointing out is Arkansas has allowed 30 to South Carolina. 16, again, that's a little low number, but AM was moving the ball pretty decently. Arkansas has to be able to stop the passing attack of Alabama. What Texas did against Alabama offensively is they brought a lot of pressure. They were able to confuse their coverages. There's a lot of confusion for this Alabama offense, and I think if Arkansas is able to do that, they can stay in this game. If they don't, I don't, I do not see them winning. The spread right now is Alabama 17. <laughs> I don't know what Vegas is cooking up there, because you have to remember this is at Arky, so I think that's a huge difference. If this is at Alabama, I might take the spread. It being at Arky, I. I don't believe in that spread. I think Alabama 38, Arkansas 27. I think it's close, but I think Alabama's able to score a couple touchdowns to pull away. Yeah, I think this this Alabama offense is is really good when it's clicking on all cylinders. I think they had was how many penalties was it? Was it it was something crazy like 15 15 penalties against Texas. 
That's not going to happen again. <laughs> well, why do it we know never that? never happen again. Why do we know that? Because Co- Nick Saban, the greatest football, the greatest college football coach of all time, is your head coach. It's not going to happen again. I promise you those guys aren't going to let that happen again. Arkansas just doesn't have the defensive firepower to keep up with Alabama. This Alabama team still feels like they got something to prove. You know why? Because they look at their name and they see a two beside it. They don't see number one. And I don't think this Arkansas team, I I know they're excited and this is their biggest game of the year, but for Alabama, they're thinking, you're just another team that we want to run through. If it wasn't at Arkansas, I'd say a three-score win, but because it's at Arkansas, I'm saying Alabama 49, Arkansas 35. Hmm. So we're kind of in agreement. We're 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 not going to take the spread. We're going to say Arkansas is going to cover, but we still think Alabama is going to win at least by two scores. Yeah. Uh, other, th- we're gonna we're gonna go to some other thoughts because there's there's a couple of other games that we're not gonna preview in depth like we did these last four games, but they're very interesting. They have a lot of good topics we want to talk about. First game, A and M and Mississippi State. This is this is the epitome of a trap game for A and M because guess what, everyone, Alabama's next week for A and M. So. With every all the chatter that happened between Fisher and Saban, I guarantee you A and M is going to be looking ahead to this, looking ahead in this game, mm-hmm. saying we got Alabama next, and Mississippi State can score. They got Will Rogers at QB. They have talent there. Mississippi State could a hundred percent win this game. It says in the notes. Your opinion about AM has not changed. What do you mean by that? Oh man. I know AM just beat Miami. They beat Miami and they beat Arkansas. Their defense is legit, man. Their defense is good, but my opinion hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. I thought their defense was good when they played. Yeah. When when they when they were up against Miami and they played them, I said, What's gonna be the difference in this game? I said, AM's defense. See, we'll here, play well. Here's the thing, though. What if they what if they utilize that rushing attack and they ride Devon A chain all the way to a conference to a conf- to a chance to win a conference title or compete for a conference? Again, title? my my thing is is where has my opinion changed? I said Devon A chain is their only off is their only offense. Well, Anaya Smith was yeah well, very he, good, and now he's hurt. Yes, but again, my my opinion hasn't changed on A and M. Nothing's changed. I don't think their offense is spectacular. I think their offense is is old-fashioned, doesn't work now in modern college football. And their defense is good, really good. And that's what they have to ride for the rest of the year. That's fair. I think that's a proper opinion of A&M. I don't think the win against Miami means a lot. No, Miami's terrible, man. Miami's um, not a good team. In case you were wondering, the U is not back. Yeah. I don't think Tyler Van Dyke North Carolina. Benched. I don't think North Carolina will win. If we want to win another game this year, we have to score fifty points every time we do it. <laughs> but if we can score fifty points against a team, it's Miami. That that's my confidence. Do I think we can beat Miami? Absolutely. If we beat Miami and NC State, that's honestly all I care about at this point. Mm-hmm. I know we've only lost one game, but man, He's already thrown in our the towel. defense is bad. Yes. Oh, it, 
for all those that are new, he's talking about North Carolina. Go Heels. Sorry. Sadly, that's a sad Go Heels. Sorry. Honestly, I think I'm going to take... I have picked it against A&M the last two weeks, and they have come through and won. I'm going to pick against them again. I got Mississippi State in this game. I think just Will Rogers in this this Mississippi State offense will be too much. I think there's going to be times A&M is going to bend and then they're going to break. So A&M 24, Mississippi State 17. It's just a random guess. <laughs> random just guess. Just throwing it out there. Hey, look again. A&M, if you're able to win this game, I might pick you against Bama. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> that'll be the. That'll I think be the, Zach should go against A and M every single. I podcast. don't hate. I don't hate you, A and M. I just don't believe in you. I just don't believe in your offense. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Iowa State at Kansas. I can't believe we're talking about this, but we are because <laughs> this is a big game. Iowa State three and one at Kansas four and zero. Oh. What do we? Th- what's our opinion on Kansas? Hey, rock chalk Jayhawk baby. Okay. Um, Kansas 4-0. Yeah. I watched them against Duke. They played well. They played well against Houston. They played well against West Virginia. Their offense is good. Their defense isn't great, though. Yeah, that's, that, that's a big problem. If they want to win, I think they can outscore just about anyone in the Big 12. Maybe Oklahoma. Maybe maybe, maybe Oklahoma. Um, and we've been shown over the years, if you can outscore Oklahoma and get like one stop, Against Oklahoma, you can win because Oklahoma's defense. Now, Brent Venables, you know, we'll see. But I like Kansas, man. I I don't know what I'm going to pick the score as yet, but I think Kansas wins. Kansas' offense is electric. They're doing some crazy stuff on offense at Kansas. If Kansas can go 5-0, and oh, <laughs> like I'm, I'm really I, – a threat to the Big 12 championship. Yeah. They could be. I mean, what are they... Well, they're 1-0 in conference right now, but I think they can beat a lot of teams that are on their schedule. I I think it's very plausible that Kansas could very well be in contention for New Year's Six Bowl if they keep this up. Yeah. But I don't want to get too far. I don't want to get too far ahead. But look, man... Cinderella story. They got a bunch of old people. You want to know why? Because nobody from Kansas goes to the NFL. Yeah, that's true. So now, you know, I don't know what happened in their program to see this turnaround. Uh, I I would just like to keep seeing it. Kansas goes undefeated and makes it a college football playoff. It's good for oh, and gets beat by fifty <laughs> <laughs> by Alabama. That would be. They would not care. They really would not. <laughs> the Kansas fans would not care. No, that would be sad because that would be Kansas would have made the playoff before Florida and Texas. I would. just don't want I don't want Kansas to even come close to a playoff. I want them to do well, but having Kansas win a basketball national championship and then do well in football is just too infuriating for mm. me. So I'm sorry. Does that okay. hurt? We're not here. Yeah, to, we're not here to talk about basketball. Uh, Michigan at Iowa, another <laughs> trap game for Michigan. Uh, another trap game. We had A and M trap game. Michigan possibly looking ahead to Penn State. Yeah. Again, Iowa is formidable at home. Is the offense formidable? No. It's just no. But 
they always seem to play better against top teams at home. And this this could be one of those games where we look back at it and we're like, should have saw it coming because I was done it before. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if Michigan wants to win, anytime Michigan wants to win, I think Blake Corum needs to rush over 100 yards or, or, or something near that. J.J. McCarthy's got to produce a little more than we've seen him so far. Um, but I don't know what to think. Um, I think Michigan will win. I, uh, I think it's going to be another heart attack. But Michigan gets it done, I feel like. Uh, especially last year. I mean, they had some close calls a couple times, but, I mean, they got it done. They also had Ojabo and Hutchinson, two huge leaders. But I'm a pick. Hmm. I'm say Michigan 28, Iowa 24. 24 for Iowa. Yep, 24 points. You heard it here. 24 points for Iowa. Don't disappoint me, Hawkeyes. Come on. They probably will. Give me 24. They probably will, just to let you know. They're going to throw a screen, flea flicker, Hail Mary, rocket launch pass. By the way, way, (laughs) I'm going to change. Michigan does not play Penn State. I have this wrong. They play Indiana. I can't believe you've done this. (laughs) And Indiana is what right now? Can't believe my stats are wrong there. Indiana is 3-1. Okay. Well, hey. Michigan's got to play at Penn State this year, don't they? No, they got to play in the big house. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I wanted slate, a wide out. What a slate we have for Week Seven. I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to look ahead, but I am looking ahead, and boy, boy, do we have a slate. <laughs> that's that, that's a crazy. We got to talk about Wake Forest, Florida State, man. That's exactly what it's we're going to. Florida State. This is exactly threat. what we're going to talk about. Uh, Florida State's four zero. For those that have been asleep, last year at this time, they were 0-4. It's been a change there, change of culture. This team is definitely a threat, I think, in the ACC. Uh, A threat to NC State and Clemson. I think excellent quarterback play has been there for Florida State. I think defensively, they have improved a lot. They have playmakers on the outside. And in this game against Wake Forest, again, Wake Forest can sling it. But again, rain is a factor. Yep. Rain is a factor. And then if I'm going to trust one team to run the ball, it's not going to be Wake Forest. It's going to be Florida State. Not making a prediction. Just <sighs> I don't know what I f- how I feel about this one. What's your prediction? Mine? Go ahead. I have Florida State. By how many? I forgot about the hurricane. How many? He's thinking. I do, 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 Florida State twenty four, Wake Forest twenty one. Oh man! See, this Wake Forest offense is really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, go ahead off the bat, Wake Forest thirty one, Florida State. 21. Wake Forest offense, man, they they are deadly. I think they're the best offense in the ACC. Um gen- genuinely. Like they 
deadly. Now, obviously, got to get a little better on defense. But, I mean, they took Clemson to the wire. Wake Forest is legit, I think. Um, What's Sam Hartman at QB? Sam Hartman is a is a dog. They're they're competitors. So I'm gonna take Wake Forest. I I don't see Wake Forest dropping one right after Florida State. I mean right after Clemson. So Wake Forest 31, Florida State 21. LSU at Auburn. LSU can move to four and one. They're able to win this game. This is the end of the Brian Harson era. I have heard rumors. We have heard rumors and articles that if Auburn were to lose this game, Brian Harson would be fired. Hmm. I think he probably and should. They're looking at Deion Sanders as a possible candidate. So, Really? Yep. Does Deion want to leave, though? That's the other question. Does he? He's got a whole different ideology behind what he's doing with an HBCU school at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. So, and Jackson State is murder. I know it's I know it's not the same, but they are murdering people. I mean, it's bad. Well, that's what happens when you have four and five star talent on your team. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to watch, though. I'm not gonna lie. You can recruit. Yeah, Shador Sanders, man. Yeah, pretty uh, good. Uh, you have a prediction on that game? I think LSU's gonna win this game. I'm not gonna give an official one, but I don't know, man. I I honestly don't care enough. <laughs> This wow! Game means nothing. Wow! I mean Auburn. I guess. I mean, I guess if I was Auburn's coach, I w- I would be like really fired up because I know I'm going to be fired if I lose. But I mean, uh, I don't see Auburn winning. I I really don't. So LSU. So LSU by LSU by ten. Ten. West Virginia at Texas. Now I have one one take on this. What is our if Texas loses this game and they drop to two and three? What what is this? What is the swirl around the Texas program? Not good. <laughs> I understand Quinn Ewers is that been out. He could be back for this game. Yeah, I mean, if if they lose, I mean, all you can say about Texas is the best thing about them is that they almost beat Alabama. You know, I mean, and that's it. They don't have any. <laughs> where are their good wins? They don't have any. So. I would just say not quite back. I remember I, I was saying literally after the Alabama game, I was like, bro, Texas might low-key be back, but no, they're not. They're not. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. I actually think I I have West Virginia in this game. Oh, oh. Come on, Texas. If Quinn Ewers plays, I have Texas. Yeah, Texas. But if, if Quinn Ewers plays, that's a – and another thing is Quinn Ewers, Quinn Ewers will bring other talent, and I feel like he brings a different atmosphere to the game. Mm-hmm. That kid is a winner. We saw him in high school. He's ridiculous. So that's good. We'll, we'll see. I, I think Texas could come back to top 15, top 10 land if Quinn Ewers can stay healthy down the stretch. No, no, not this year, but – uh, throughout the rest of his career, but we're talking about West Virginia. If he's not playing, uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's interesting. I guess I. It's at Texas. I'll take Texas by by a touchdown. I want I want to see Texas win this one. They need this one bad. So. Yes, they do. They don't want to go down the road and uh, lose to Kansas. I'm gonna say oh, Tex- Kansas is good. Yeah, I'm gonna take Texas by a touchdown. Is Minnesota a threat in the Big Ten? I'm, yeah. I'm just asking all yes. these questions now. Yes. I'm not just talking about the Big Ten West. I'm talking about in general. It, 
are they a threat to Penn State? Are they a threat to Michigan? Are they a threat to Ohio State? I'm again. I've been on board since the beginning of the year. I picked them to come out of the Big Ten West. Absolutely. Whenever you have someone in the Big Ten who's got a lot of speed, because Big Ten does not have SEC speed. So Mo Ibrahim has SEC speed, and he's an NFL talent, and you have him on the field. And I think it's clear that he he he's a different level than most running backs. So ride him. Ride, ride, ride him. And I, I think he's definitely – Definitely a threat. Definitely. Last thing before we end this podcast. Week seven of the college football season. Not looking ahead, but I am. (laughs) Just save it on your calendar. Yep. Please, just don't get on the couch, buy some pizza, sit on it from noon. (laughs) Some Belladinas. We can't. We can't. Advertise from. Oh Michigan. yeah, we're not going to advertise yeah, yeah, yeah. anything. Good place. <laughs> get some pizza, get some drinks, sit on your couch, and watch football week seven, because this is the slate right now. As of right now, Alabama plays Tennessee. Penn State plays Michigan. Mm. Clemson plays Florida State. Mm. USC plays Utah. Oh, that's that's a that's a yeah. Mississippi State plays Kentucky. NC State plays Syracuse. Hmm. NC State is undefeated. Syracuse is undefeated as well. Maybe NC State's not undefeated after this week, but still interesting game. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but Kansas plays Oklahoma. Ah, the battle of the offense. Brent Venables is going to have to come in clutch. That 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 Kansas game is really intriguing. Oh, absolutely. Again, if Kansas can. Stay undefeated. Going into that game, I'd be very impressed. Anyway, that's the end of that. That's all I got to say, man. That's the end of the podcast. Anything else you want to say, Zach? No, I don't. Anything about this upcoming week that really intrigues you? Um, Besides watching North Carolina splatter themselves on the field on defense again? I would just like to say that... Um, if you've ever just had a really bad day, if, if you're going through this week and you're like, man, I don't know if I can make it through, you know, today's been really hard. It's a motivational speech here. Yeah. You know, today's been really hard. Maybe it's with the wife and the kids, or maybe that girl hasn't texted you back, or, or, or maybe something has just been going really rough. I just want to give you some encouragement. At least you're not UNC's defensive coordinator. That's all I've got. <laughs> I think it's appropriate just to end it on that note, nothing can be worse than UNC's defense. That's the end of the podcast, everyone. All right. So glad that you guys could join <laughs> us. I'm Zach Ains. That is Zach Edwards. Yes, sir. The other Zach, big Zach. Uh, again, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on RSS.com. Please tune in. Please listen. Give it a like. Give it a follow. We would really appreciate it. Again, we will see you guys after this week on Monday. Thank you, guys.